Hello, everyone, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Thursday, June 30th, 2022. I'm Mike Cachapoli. How's everyone doing out there today? How's everyone doing? Well, um, as many of you know, I'm doing this show from New York City. I'm on New York City for a while on the so-called vacation. It's very hot and humid here. You know, it's that's something you don't, you're not used to when you live in San Francisco with these hot, humid summers, which take a lot out of you when it's 85, 90 and humidity to match and you're walking in the sun all day. It takes a lot out of you. People in San Francisco don't realize that because of the cool winds and call the fog. It doesn't zap your energy as you're walking in it. So I was walking quite a bit up and down the, the, uh, the streets of New York uh, City today. And um, one thing I noticed, which is very disheartening, is, well, everyone knows about the pollution, uh, the, the, you know, the dirtiness and the homelessness and the crime and all that. But on seemingly every corner, and I'm not really exaggerating, but seemingly on every corner is a booth for COVID-19 testing. So it seems as though there's COVID-19 testing on every single corner. It is that easy. It is that simple and easy to get a COVID-19 test here in New York City. Now, once again, this is proof. You don't, you won't see this anywhere else. Even in San Francisco, I haven't seen all these. Uh, I know there are a lot more people here, but I, I just haven't seen all these booths, these testing booths. I mean, it's almost they're almost as prevalent as um, hot dog stands. Really, there are almost as many testing booths. There are hot, more. There are more testing booths for COVID nineteen than there are hot dog stands. And it's 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 hard to believe that Democrats will ever let this go. There's too much money to be made for Democrats and their friends. Their friends in big pharma who fund their campaigns, who fund their political campaigns. There's way too much money for them to be made. The Fauci's of the world, the Osterholm's of the world, the Peter Hotek's of the world. Too much money to be made in COVID. COVID is too big. Vaccines and testing are multi-billion dollar markets. And so the feeling you get as you walk through New York is that Democrats will never let COVID go. And they want you to feel sick forever. They want you to go get a COVID test if you have a, a uh, allergy. If pollen's in the air and you sneeze or you have a sinus infection, they want you to go for a COVID test. Because even if it's negative, which sometimes is positive because the COVID tests suck, even if it's negative, that's more money. You know, people say, oh, the vaccines are free. How, how idiotic. Or oh, the COVID tests are free. How idiotic. That's stupid. Nothing's free. Someone always pays. And big farmers making billions of dollars. You know, Pfizer, Moderna made billions of dollars. Johnson Johnson made billions of dollars off of the worst vaccine ever. And now Abbott, they can't get the baby formula right, but they're making millions and millions of dollars, if not billions, off of COVID testing. So that's basically, you know, where we are with with the uh, with New York. I mean, the COVID testing here is just out of this world, off the charts everywhere. And then, you know, I, I've been in New York a few times since the beginning of COVID. And let's look at the three summers I've been here. I was here in the summer of 2020, summer of 2021, now the summer of 2022. And in the summer of 2020, it was like, you know, post-apocalypse. It was terrible. There was no tourists here. Broadway was closed, so on and so forth. Now, the summer of 2021, things started to come back a little bit. The summer of 2021, things started to come back a little bit. Um, well, to the point where the restaurants were getting semi-packed. You know, this time last year, the restaurants were coming back. Things were getting semi-packed. And it looked as though things were turning a corner. And just as that was happening, what happened was Delta, of course. 
And so the, the Delta wave and the Delta variant, and then what, what the Delta variants, uh, what happened with the Delta variant was the vaccine mandates and the vaccine passports. Remember that came, the mask came back and the vaccine passports and mandates started. And the businesses died off again. Business dropped, not just New York City, but every city dropped. So just as things were coming back a year ago, they did Delta and everything fell apart again. Now, here we are a year later, and things are really coming back. I mean, I'd say 85 to 90% back. It's on the precipice of being totally normal New York again. And what happens? We have these testing sites on every corner, these testing sites on every corner, and not only the testing sites on every corner, but we have the uh, we have the uh, a, a, a story being written today about how in the largest city in the country, of course, this being New York, the the uh, positivity rate is now up to one in every ten people. So positivity rates up to ten percent, ten percent in New York City. Now, this is what you call a self fulfilling prophecy when you have a testing site on every corner. When you have a testing site on every corner, you then get this happening. You get positivity rates going up because people are getting tested and either they have COVID, but it's a very mild case or asymptomatic case, or it's just false positives. Obviously, the more people that test, the more positive rates you'll have, the higher the positivity rate will be. Obviously, if nobody gets tested, the positivity rate is going to be zero. And Trump said this a long time ago, and they made fun of him. And it's 100% true. And the proof, is, the proof is in the pudding. In these places like New York, where they make they, they they put a testing they put a testing tent on every corner, and when the positivity rate goes up, they go, oh, oh, the positivity rate's going up. Like there's no correlation between the easy access of testing and and the high and the high positivity rate. Then what do they do with that? You see, this is why you have to believe this is all planned. Then what they do with that is then they start doing mandates again, right? They start closing things down or they start bringing back masks or they start bringing back vaccine passports or they expect you to get a fourth or fifth jab. This is the cycle. This is the vicious cycle of democratic uh, lunacy that we've seen. It's the vicious cycle of democratic lunacy. And it's never going to end. This will never, ever, ever end. As long as Democrats are in power, this will never end because they don't want it to end. So once again, you have this never-ending cycle. It's a never-ending cycle. We're going into year three now of this cycle. Year three of this cycle. Summer three of this cycle. We'll soon be into holiday season three of this cycle. We'll be into what? Let's see. We'll be into 21, 22, 23. We'll be into the... 21 to the third new year of this cycle. And it's going to be constant. It's, it's never ending. And as I've said before, the only way this ends, the only way any of this ends is if Democrats are thrown out of office. Once Democrats are thrown out of office, this will end. This will end. And the proof is that you go to Republican-run states and Republican-run cities, and they don't have testing sites in every corner. And the positivity rate's lower than New York. Once again, the positivity rate right now Right now, it's the highest in New York City. So it's the highest in the city with the most testing sites. So to see, that's not, a, that's not like a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. And yet people will say, 
New York City had masks for the longest time, just like San Francisco and lockdowns for the longest time. And New York City and San Francisco, two of the few cities that had vaccine passports. And yet they are the two cities, oh, also the highest vaccine rates, the highest mask compliance. And yet they have the highest rates of COVID. So like, all that stuff we know is garbage. All that stuff is garbage. And when you put testing sites on every corner, this is what you're going to get. So that's that's the state of things here right now. I mean, once again, just as things are just as things are getting back to normal. OK, just as things are getting back to normal, they are doing this again. They're doing it again and again and again and again and again. And so at this point, you have to just believe you know, the hell with this shit about conspiracies. You have to believe right now it's just planned. This is the way they want it to be forever. This is the way they keep control of you forever. This is the way you, you get on your knees and beg government to help you forever. And so that's where we are right now. That's where we are. Now, I'm watching the news last night here in New York, and they have this young 20-something kid on showing his monkeypox uh, pimples. That's what they look like. They look like pimples. Showing his monkeypox pimples and talking about his monkeypox pimples, blah, 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 blah. And then you see the story. Oh, 62 New Yorkers have monkeypox. 62 New Yorkers. 62 out of 8 million people. They don't want this to end. Before COVID, would it have been a story if 60 people got a disease out of a city of 8 million? Was it ever a story? No, because there have been millions of diseases where more than 60 people got it at a time. And it wasn't a story. It's not a story that people – it's not a story that – how many more people in New York City have syphilis than monkeypox? All right, how many people here have gonorrhea than monkeypox, that have mono than monkeypox. How many more thousands and thousands of people have these diseases that are much easily spreadable and a lot of ways worse than this monkeypox strain? But did we ever hear about those? Do we hear about those now? No, but we hear about the disease du jour. And this is a new thing now. Once again, when are we going to stop doing this? That's the question. When are we going to stop doing this? I need to know when we're going to stop doing this. That it's, it's, such, it's such blatant drummed up phony fear and hypocrisy. It's drummed up, it's phony fear and hypocrisy. And it's never going to end. And once again, these, this is the day, I always think to myself, what is the difference between now and 1918 with a flu that was, you know, 50, 60 times worse in many places than COVID and monkeypox combined? And why did they get over that so much faster? Why did they get over that so much faster? then we're getting over this now. Why? Why something that was so much worse 100 years ago when there wasn't nearly the science or the, or, 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 you know, or the medicine, sanitation was much worse. Why did they get over that faster? And the answers are multi-pronged. The politicians were different. You didn't have the political whores of big pharma you have now. The media wasn't the way it is now, as big as it is now, where they make money off this. They make money off ratings that diseases bring. Um, it's, it's multi-pronged. It really is. There weren't people front and center in front of millions of people every Sunday, like Fauci, spreading fear and hysteria. So there's a, there's a, a lot of reasons, I guess, why 1918 by 1919, certainly 1920, everything was gone. People weren't even talking about it. I mean, you, can, you can't even find people whose who's like grandfathers and great-grandfathers talked to him about this supposedly horrible thing. They were just totally over it. They were over it. Over it. There's no doubt generations are going to be talking about this crap forever. Now, 
So it's, it's like I said, it's a, there are many reasons, many, many, many reasons why um, we'll probably never get over this, simply because the politicians don't want us to get over it. The politicians won't let us get over it. The media won't let us get over it. The media won't let us get over it. And they talk about the name of science, putting things like testing tents in every corner. But it's not the name of science because 99% of the cities in this country don't have it. Most of those cities have lower positivity rates. Those cities, the people are healthier. They feel healthier. They're thriving. So it's not that. It's simply because in these Democrat-run cities where crime is through the roof and homelessness is up the ass and there's people pissing and shitting on the streets, this is what they want. This is what they want. And what they focus on is not only COVID testing. It's not only COVID testing and control over your life. And uh, bodily autonomy when it has anything to do with everything except abortion. But we have we have politicians like Scott Weiner in uh, in San Francisco who are doing these safe. They're putting up new safe shoot up sites so you can go shoot up. So once again, they're enabling the idea is to enable the drug addict, not cure the drug addict, not make the drug addict go into treatment so the drug addict lives instead of dies. But they're making more drug addicts, which makes more criminals. They're strung out on fentanyl. They're walking down the streets like zombies. But this is what the Democrats and like Scott Weiner and Matt Haney, Scott Weiner and Matt Haney in London Breed do in cities like San Francisco and other cities like Los Angeles and New York. They concentrate on enabling the drug dealer, enabling the drug addict instead of getting them clean. And so what happens is that leads to dirty cities and people shitting and pissing in the streets and higher crime and more homelessness and so on and so forth. So but in, in this is what they this is, but this is their thing. This is their thing. This is, this is what they, with crime through the roof, with crime through the roof, they worry about this. And yet they want to stop you from being able to buy a gun to protect yourself from these same criminals who they put on the street. These same people they create, they create the criminal and they don't want you to be able to defend yourself from the criminal they create. They focus on killing unborn children left and right. They want unborn, they want, you know, abortion on demand. So that's, this is their concentration, abortion on demand, shooting up on demand, drug addiction on demand, crime on demand. But when you say, when you say that you want to be able to protect yourself from this, when you want to be able to walk down the street at night and not worry about this, there was an incident here in New York yesterday where a 20-year-old mother, a 20-year-old mother in a, in a, in a decent area of town, was walking, actually a pretty nice area of town, 95th and Lexington, was walking her, her, her child in the baby carriage, and a guy came up and just shot her in the back of the head and killed her. So here's a, a newborn baby now with no mother, maybe orphan, who knows if they had a father. A guy just came up and shot her in the back of the head, no reason, this was no reason, just shot her in the back of the head and killed her. A woman just simply walking her baby stroller down the street. But Democrats don't address this. What, it's interesting. When, when you talk to Democrats about this, they say, oh, oh, oh yeah, well, what a shame, man. Oh, yeah, what a shame. Things are going downhill fast. Yeah, yeah. But they still vote for the same fucking assholes whose policies lead to this garbage. So they'll, they'll never change anything. They'll never change anything. And they don't want to change anything. They want to focus on these, 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 these ultra-liberal, ultra-leftist wacko Issues, ultra this ultra liberal wacko uh, worldview and mentality that we need to enable drug dealers, enable criminals, find a place where drug dealers can shoot up, find a place where criminals can you know steal under a thousand dollars worth of merchandise and get off scot free. 
create an atmosphere where someone can just go up to a mother, a 20-year-old mother, pushing the stroller of a child and shoot in the back of the head. That's what they concentrate on. And then they take, they take victory laps. These, these absolute pathetic human beings like Matt Haney and, and, and Dean Preston and Scott Weiner and London Breed, they take victory laps, high-fiving each other over the idea of these safe shoot-up sites. These, these drug dealer enable sites, these drug addict enabling sites, like this is a great thing. This is a great thing. They love it. They've done a great thing. They virtue, they, they virtue signaled. They virtue signaled. And they just can prove to the world how virtuous they are by enabling drug dealers, enabling drug addicts, and giving each other high fives of opening up drug addict shoot up sites. Instead of working hard to, to, to bring down crime, instead of working hard to, to protect the citizens, instead of working to allow citizens to file the proper papers, go through the proper procedures, legal procedures, to be able to carry a weapon so they can defend themselves. Now, I'm guessing this poor woman never saw this guy coming, but if she had and she was able to have a weapon on her, maybe she could have killed him instead of him killing her. And I'd like to see that happen more often. In fact, I'd like to see that happen every day of the week, more than once every day of the week. But it's not going to happen when Democrats are trying to take away your Second Amendment rights, when Democrats are trying to control you. When Democrats say the government can have the guns, the government can have all the weapons, the criminals can have the weapons. So the, the government can have the weapons the, 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 the country can have the weapons, the criminals can have the weapons, but you, the citizen, you, the average law-abiding citizen, cannot have a weapon. You can't have a weapon, you're not allowed to have a weapon, and we're going to make sure you don't have a weapon because we believe this is the virtuous thing. So what the Democrats do, this is the, this is the slick sleight of hand they play. They create a city which is basically the Wild West, and then – when the Supreme Court says the average citizen has the right to protect themselves, then they say we don't want this to become the Wild West. The Supreme Court is allowing our cities to become the Wild West when the Democrats have made them the Wild West. You see, that's the, that's the sleight of hand they play. The cities already, these cities are already the Wild Wild West. The difference was in the Wild Wild West, the good people had the ability to protect themselves, you see. The good guys had the ability to have guns. The government wasn't trying to take it away from them. But this government, these Democrats, want they, they want all of the power. They don't want the people to have the power. If the people have the guns, the people have the power. If the people have the voice, if they have the First Amendment, if they have the Second Amendment, they have the power. And the government doesn't want that. They do not want that. They want to control you. They want to tell you what you can do. They want to show you what you can have on you. They want to show you what you have to wear. They want to tell you where you have to go. This is what the Democrats want. The Democrats want ultimate, ultimate control. Ultimate control over you. And that's it. And they're never going to change. They are never, ever going to change. That's it. And their issues will always be the same. The issues will always be wedge issues, right? It'll always be guns and abortion. And what do they do? They got the death penalty. They have climate change. It's all these wedge Basically, in the bigger picture of things, garbage issues. Things that should be, could be talked about way down the line, way down the trough of issues. But when they want to talk about what's, what's affecting you and your family today, 
such as the economy or gas prices or crime or homelessness <clears throat> or inflation or the inability to get baby formula to feed your child, this stuff they don't want to talk about. And when you do talk to them about it, everything is an excuse, right? Everything's an excuse. Everything's an excuse. We didn't see this coming. We didn't see it going. We didn't know it was going to happen. It's, o- it's always the same thing. Always the same friggin' thing. You know, so that, that's basically that's basically where we are now. We're, we're in a situation where um, we have a one party, one party who is, that is so into control, so into controlling your every move, so into controlling your every move, so into wokeness and virtue signaling that they let their cities go to shit. None of they let them go to shit. They propel them. They propel them into shit. They don't do anything to stop it. The, they keep the force going. They make it worse and worse and worse. And it's simply because their, their worldview is wrong. It's a wrong worldview. You don't enable drug addicts. You cure them. You get them into treatment. You force them into a treatment center, not into a place where they can shoot up and shoot up and shoot up and keep their addiction going and going and going. And what do they think? They think like when they have a safe place to shoot up and they go shoot up and they go onto the streets, they're not going to be strung out. They're not going to be causing, some of them aren't going to be causing problems just because they have a safe place to go and shoot up. Yet they think this is the right thing to do. They truly think this is virtuous. When, as usual with democratic policies, what seems on the, on the absolute surface, on the absolute vanguard, looks and seems virtuous. But when you look into the actual policy, you find it's the opposite of that. It actually hurts and kills more people. And it can be, I'll, I'll go down the line of Democrat policies. Lockdowns, masks, vaccines, boosters, vaccine passports, safe shoot-up shoot injection uh, injection sites, not allowing citizens to carry guns, one after the other after the other. They believe on the surface is very virtuous sounding. But when you look just slightly beneath the surface, you don't got to go too far beneath. You don't have to be that much of a, of a brain surgeon, a road scholar, and look so beneath the issue where you will then see that that issue actually hurts more people than it helps, making it an evil policy, making it incredibly evil policy. And because they get off on patting each other on the back about being so virtuous, like they're doing, like Matt Haney and, and London Breed and, and Scott Wiener are doing in San Francisco, where they're patting and they're high-fiving each other over the safe, safe injection site, what it will do is it will make people be more addicted to drugs. It will make it be easier to get addicted to drugs. They won't get help. Therefore, they will die. They will die of their addiction. They'll die of heroin overdoses. They'll die of fentanyl overdoses. They might commit crimes. They might hurt people. They might kill people. This is what that policy will do. How virtuous is your policy in the end? But it's policies we've seen fail. This is why there's also an evil aspect to it. It's policies that we've seen fail over and over and over and over again. It's not like it's new. It's like it hasn't been tried. It's been tried many times and it's failed many times. Yet another problem with the Democratic Party these days especially is this idea of doubling and tripling down on what's not working. 
right? Doubling and tripling down, like you see these liberals, these Democrat liberals on Twitter saying, oh, I got COVID even though I wore a mask because the person next to me wasn't wearing a mask. Were they constantly blaming the people? In other words, they won't blame their failed policies, right? They won't take responsibility for their shitty policies. So it's always someone else's problem. It's always someone else's fault because they didn't go far enough. They didn't do enough. It's not that their policies suck. It's not that their policies are anti-science, anti-common sense. It's that the other person or people are not doing enough, are not doing enough, too selfish. You didn't shut your business down for long enough. A year wasn't long enough. You need to shut down for three years. Wearing masks for 18 months wasn't long enough with 97% compliance. We needed two years with 100% compliance. Getting three jabs, uh, not just a scratch of the surface. You need seven jabs. You see, this is what we're talking about. This is the Democrat. This is the current, common day, liberal Democrat brain. And that's the problem. And that's why, as I've said over and over again, hashtag remember in November, they must get annihilated in November. It's not time for the Democrats to lose seats. It's time for the Democratic Party to go away. It's time for Democrats to go away. And I'm not being extreme. I'm not being hyperbolic. It's time for the Democratic Party to go away, at least for a while. Until they can figure out how to be a party, as Bill Maher has said, a Democrat his whole fucking life, the party of common sense. Because that's non-existent now in the Democrat Party. Common sense is non-existent. It's not, it's non-existent. At all. Non-existent. And you have Democrats, you have lifelong Democrats, you have these ultra-liberal former progressives like myself who are voting Republican for the first time. At the half-century mark of your life, you're voting Republican for the first time, and they don't get, don't see, uh, they don't see the problem with that. They don't see the issue there. Oh, we're, do, we're doing something wrong. When we lose Kachopoli, who at 50 is voting Republican for the first time in his life, we're doing something wrong. We're doing something wrong. No, they don't don't think about it at all. As Eli Klein, who's a gallery owner at the Eli Klein on Twitter said today, that a gallery owner in, in New York City has always been against vaccine passports and such. As Democrats don't even realize how bizarre it is to talk about personal rights and privacy rights after years of their restrictions and mandates. Yes, thank you. I'm strongly pro-choice, he says, but these are not my people anymore. I'll vote Republican until Democrats join reality. And I think that perfectly sums up my feeling. It perfectly, in other words, the idea of being pro-choice, I, I don't care anymore. I, I don't want to be what they are, you see. So if they're pro-choice, I'm not anymore. I'm, pro, I, I'm, not, I'm not pro-choice. I'm not pro-choice. I'm pro-life. So that, that's, that, that's what they've done. See, that's what they've done. I haven't done it. I haven't done anything. I have just been a victim of this, as many of you have, over the last two and a half years. I have been a victim of this. I am a, an innocent victim, and you're an innocent victim too. And don't let the Democrats tell you. Don't let the Democrats tell you it's your fault that you haven't done enough because they have, don't have the cognitive distance, don't have the decency to admit failure, to admit they were wrong, and to, and to course correct. They don't. 
And yet they'll go on, they'll talk about bodily autonomy and like Eli Klein says, personal rights and privacy, medical privacy, when medical privacy meant fucking nothing to them with vaccines and vaccine mandates and passports, when bodily autonomy meant nothing to them with vaccines and vaccine mandates and vaccine passports and masking, it meant absolutely nothing to them to tell you have to wear a mask on your face, that your infant, that your two-year-old has to wear a mask on their face for two years. It meant nothing to them when they talked and they said you had to tell people if you were vaccinated or not, if you wanted to get a job. You had to show your vaccine papers to go read in a fucking diner. Fuck them. Fuck them. Whatever they are, I'm not anymore. That's it. I'm the opposite of what they are. How about that? It's just going to be a total reflex. They don't want to be the party of common sense. We don't have to talk about common sense anymore. Whatever they are, I'm not. Whatever they are, I'm the opposite. Common sense or not. How about that? The party of Dem- the Democrats want to be the party of no common sense? Great. Whatever they are, I'm the opposite. They're pro-choice. I'm pro-life. They're pro-vaccine. I'm anti-vaccine. They're pro-vaccine mandate. I'm anti-vaccine mandate. They're pro-mask. I'm anti-mask. They're pro-lockdown. I'm anti-lockdown. And I'm on the fucking right side of history. And so are all of you out there who are listening to me right now who agree with me and have been on this right side for the last two and a half years. We are on the right side of history. They're on the wrong side of history. We're on the right side and they're on the wrong side. So if they want to talk about bodily autonomy now, when it's politically convenient for them because of their wedge issue of abortion coming back for the 85th time, because of course their Roe v. Wade settled it so so well, huh? Then I would say, screw your bodily autonomy. It meant nothing to you with vaccines. It meant nothing to you with masks. Nothing. So therefore now, with your abortion, it means nothing to me. You don't, I, I didn't have the right to my bodily autonomy for two and a half years. I didn't have the right to my medical privacy for two and a half years. You don't have the right to your bodily autonomy or medical privacy for two and a half years. Fuck you. So as you see, the heat and humidity has gotten to me a little bit here. It's gotten to me. But so has walking past all these stupid tents for COVID testing. And then they wonder why they have the highest positivity rate in the country after all their masking and all their vaccine, blah, blah, blah. Enough is enough. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll see you uh, tomorrow. I think tomorrow will be a little bit later, probably tomorrow about 11 p.m. Eastern time and 8 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, This has been on Let's Be Heard. I'm Micah Chopley. And remember, always remember, never forget, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. See you tomorrow.